Hi, this is Amber. Welcome to today's podcast. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. I'm a Reiki master teacher and a shamanic practitioner. I've been running my own healing practice since 2007. These podcasts have been going for probably the same length of time. Uh, the work is focused on core wound healing, life purpose work, sacred union sessions, one-to-one coaching and healing, and abundance sessions. I'm also a seer, uh, so I offer readings. The website, again, is sacredspacehealing.org. So thank you to everyone that listens in, all your lovely messages of support. And as I tend to say, if you have appreciated these podcasts, then donate to Appreciate. You can leave a lovely review on the iTunes page or Spotify. I don't know if they do reviews on Spotify, but if they do, you can. Um, You can share the link on social media, share with friends and family, or you can donate via the website, sacredspacehealing.org, and all donations go back into creating more free content. I'm not affiliated with anyone. I don't have some Svengali who's telling me what to say. Um, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm not part of an organisation. It's just me, my microphone, my laptop in my home. You'll hear the birds in the background. You might hear a door slam. Um, You might hear the creak of my chair. And that's all because I'm keeping it real as if we were in the room together. There's no fancy marketing. Um, I don't have some PR agency behind me. There isn't someone with a ton of lights and cameras taking pictures of me to sell you this amazing, happy image of myself. I just keep it real, and if it all resonates with you, if it's helped you in some way and you want to say thank you, the best way is the ways that I've laid out, and um, it just helps to put more free content out into the world and to assist people. So today I would like to shine a light on. If they care for you, you will know. I think, as one of the things that I noticed the most in the kind of twin flame madness that happened over the last few years is that a lot of predominantly women were saying, oh, I know he cares about me. I know he loves me. But, and then they would list this long uh, kind of saga of horrific things that this guy had done to them. And it was predominantly, you know, the clients that I was getting, it was people who were, um, you know, it was male-female dynamics, so I'm not saying that it can't happen in same-sex dynamics, but it was happening in male-female dynamics, predominantly with people who were coming to me. And so the woman was saying, I know he cares for me. I know he loves me deep down. He just can't show it. And so the other day he did this, and then that happened, and that happened. And um, I think we have this idea that... I think toxic people buy into this very, very cleverly, very well. Narcissists, gaslighters bullies they treat people really badly and then they deny that they've done it or they say about I love you you know I love you I'm just not very good at showing it I didn't know what to do don't know how to show how I care oh I got distracted I'm a good person you know they say all these things I think the bottom line is we know when someone cares about us because we feel cared for we feel valued we feel respected we feel honored we feel safe we feel protected. If we're not feeling those things, if we're feeling neglected, resentful, angry, bitter, upset, unloved, unseen, chances are that is what's happening. So it's no defence when people say things like, oh, I didn't know what to do, or I wasn't sure if it was the right thing to do or not. Because unless you're dealing with an individual that is, you know, a child and it's still learning how to be in the world. As adults, we know. We know. And if we don't know, we find ways to educate ourselves. 
We go online, we read a book, we go to the library, we ask friends, we ask for advice. So it's not a defence to say, I didn't know, which is what a lot of people do when they behave badly. They then turn around and go, oh, I didn't realise, I didn't know. I mean, yes, once or twice, fine, but if it's a pattern, you want to be looking into this. But I think the baseline is, when we're cared for, we feel it. We just feel it. It's an energy that's in the air between two people, between a group of people in a family. And if we're not feeling that, if we're having to constantly remind someone, you know, you're having to say to someone, you didn't do this thing, or I needed you to do that thing, or you forgot to do this, or why did you do that? You know, if you're having to constantly say that your needs aren't being met, and they're not being met, the individual is not meeting your needs consistently, then maybe you're not being loved and cared for in the way that you need. And maybe it's time to walk away. Like I say, I saw this a lot in the kind of, you know, twin flame crazy of women who were putting up with the most, you know, ridiculous, terrible, toxic behaviour. And they were being told that it was right to put up with that behaviour. Because the man, and I'm saying man because that those are the dynamics that I dealt with, male, female, but also that's how it was kind of split into masculine and feminine dynamics. They were being told that the masculine was behaving in this way because he was hurt and he was confused and he was traumatised and he needed more love and she just had to put up with this and love more unconditionally and surrender more. And what it created was a lot of toxic dynamics where women were being abused, used, um, tapped for money, where the men were kind of flitting in and out of their lives, they'd show up and they'd disappear again, where men were being abusive, where they were, you know, the men were having two or three different relationships on the go, and these long-suffering women were saying, oh, but I know he cares for me, he tells me that he loves me, he just can't show it, he had a traumatic childhood, lots of things happened to him, it's very difficult for him to express his feelings, my job is to love him more. And really, what this was creating was incredibly damaging, toxic relationships for these women, um, and a lot of heartache. And I have to say that none of these very toxic dynamics that I witnessed uh, in various different ways ever came to anything. The guy disappeared. Uh, they're not happily together. Was he her twin flame or not? I don't know. But he's off. He's probably off doing that with someone else. Uh, chances are that's what he's doing. Chances are that's what he does with a lot of people in his life. He, she, chances are that's what this individual does with a lot of people in their lives. So if you're not feeling loved, chances are maybe that love isn't coming your way. If you're not feeling valued, if you're not feeling respected, if you're not feeling um, honoured, chances are that's what's happening. Now sometimes our own wounding means that we can't receive the love, we can't receive the honouring, or sometimes our own wounding means that we need more than is being given to us in some ways. Sometimes, you know, we have like an unhealed inner child in us. Sometimes life happens. Things are tricky and an individual lets us down. So there's always variables to this and there's always reasons um, why things don't feel a certain way. But if it's a pattern, if it's a repeating pattern, then it most definitely is something to look at, to shine a light on and to ask questions around. And to say, you know, do I really want this individual, these individuals in my life if I'm not feeling great around them? If I'm not feeling cared for, if I'm not feeling loved? Are you feeling judged? Are you feeling humiliated? Are you feeling rejected? Are you feeling like you're not very important? Um, are you feeling dishonoured? Are you feeling not very valuable? Um, are you feeling 
like, you know, as I've talked about in another podcast, like you're the backup plan. So shining a light on that and saying that, you know, it's not easy to walk away from these dynamics. It's very hard to walk away from toxic dynamics, actually, because they have such a bind on us and they, they kind of feed into and eat into our wounding. In some ways, it's easier to walk away from individuals who are less toxic because they allow us to walk away. They go, yeah, you're right, it's not working. But toxic individuals will hold on to us because they like to draw off that drama. They love drama. Toxic individuals love a drama. They love to see individuals that they've inflicted their drama upon, crying in pain, angry. It's like they're sort of dead and empty inside. And when they see someone in front of them displaying all these emotions that they feel they can't experience or they can't express, it makes them feel alive. And so they want to have that individual that they can bully, that they can throw stuff at, that they can manipulate in some way. They like it um, for lots of reasons. And it's sad for them. And it's often talked about in borderline personality disorder. But it's not your responsibility to heal them by being their punch bag um, or by being their depository for, you know, their unresolved stuff. So if you feel like it's not feeling good, (laughs) then chances are it isn't good. And if it isn't good and it's not feeling good, then the question to ask yourself is why are you still hanging out with this individual or individuals? Why are they still in your life and what do you get out of it? Some people like being treated badly. As in like, as in they know nothing better. And it can sometimes be huge wake-up calls in our journey for us to go, I deserve more than this. I have to love myself more than this. I have to put myself above all else in order to be my truest self. And I think we are conditioned by society, religion, toxic spirituality, and so much more to believe that our needs are not worthy to be met that we have to subjugate our needs for others. And, of course, it's important that we are of service in the world and we assist others who are less fortunate than us. But we cannot do that if we are not giving all of that to ourselves first, because at some point we'll come unstuck, we'll get sick, we'll get depleted, we'll get angry, we'll get abused in in some way. It doesn't work. Martyrdom is not the way forward. So shining a light on that hopefully it assists. Um, sometimes these ties that bind run really deep. And that's why I love the core wound work, because you get to the core of why these individuals are in your life, how you've allowed that to happen, and how you can slowly start to extricate yourself. It's not always easy. You know, often individuals like this are bosses, they're partners, they're family members. And you can't do a massive culling sometimes all at the same time. You know, you have to slowly extricate yourself and deal with how that makes you feel and you know the emotions that come up for you and the other and sometimes the individuals change and their behavior changes and you give them a second and a third chance and then you're back to square one again and sometimes not there is no one rule book for everyone there is no box that it all fits into you have to just navigate it yourself and you know sometimes it's okay to have one or two individuals like this in your life where you you keep that connection going for other reasons maybe they're family members maybe it's a partner that you can't leave maybe it's a child that you can't abandon um and other times you can walk away other times you can say you know what this just doesn't work for me and I'm not feeling valued I'm not feeling seen I'm not feeling respected and it can happen in many dynamics so within family within relationships within friendships at work with bosses with co-workers um 
in so many different environments. You know, even just with acquaintances, you might have someone that you see every six months, but whenever you're with them, you feel unseen, you feel unheard. They don't remember the things that you've told them. They don't make a special effort to check in on you. They don't. Um, they they don't make you feel valued. And um, maybe you're all right having that person in your life because they're really useful. They help walk the dog, or um, they they're your next door neighbour, and it's useful to to have a good relationship with them. And maybe it's not beneficial to you. Maybe the kind of the pain of the way you feel around them far outweighs any use that you may feel that you have in that connection. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Do check it out for more podcasts, blog posts, and of course, the work that I offer. Wherever you are on your journey, I send you much love, joy, peace and abundance. Until the next time.